Hello. For the final time this year, Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Mrs. Claus, and <gasps> here's Santa, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome, everyone. Have you been good boys and girls? I good. think so. I, I mean, we're married. I mean, do you think I've been a good uh, wife this year? <laughs> uh, yes, Mrs. Claus. Uh, you've been a very, very good wife to me, uh, doing everything I need, getting me ready for the big day. I must say I'm heartily pleased with your performance. And, and what is it I, I do for you that you like the most? <laughs> oh, my God, this is so weird. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about something to do with sax, but I think we should really leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a start! It wasn't meant to go down this route, but it's Christmas, and this is what happens at Christmas. People overstep the mark. They make yes. bad jokes, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, wow. we, we wanted to bring that authentic feeling. So, uh, as you may be aware... Every three o'clock kickoff in the Premier League didn't exist when we recorded this. They were all postponed because of COVID outbreaks. Mm. So this is a mixture of Championship, League One, Scottish Premier League, I think maybe even some League Two, but some really great um, messages about theft. And talking of theft, here's a thief, Matt yeah. Dyson. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've never been convicted of anything. Uh, <laughs> that's that's for sure. Uh, my criminal record is clean, and uh, yes, yeah. I, as you'll find out, I mean, there are two sides to the argument when it comes to this sort of thing. It's sort of it's more sort of petty incidents of theft and accidental incidents of theft, really, isn't it? Which I think are forgivable. Well, the public will be the uh, judge of that. Um, so, first off. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Enjoy the show, and we'll see you on the other side. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson, our last show of the year. Merry Christmas, everyone. A Merry Christmas to you, Matt Dyson. Yes, and a Merry Christmas to you too, Matthew Ford. What a lovely, what a lovely time of year it is. Yes, thank you very much. Have you been having many mince pies this week or chocolate uh, or pigs in blankets? Um, yes, chocolate and mince pies. Not a battered one yet, sadly. My hunt <gasps> continues, but uh, yes. yes, fully uh, on board with the festivities yourself. Oh, yeah, I've had so many mince pies this week, I've slightly grown sick of the taste. Mm, I'll tell you what I've just had. Dark chocolate-covered honeycomb. Ooh, it's basically okay. just a posh crunchy. Yeah, yeah. But I've it was organic. One. That's nice. I imagine yeah. the dark chocolate works well with the sweet, sweet honeycomb. It does. It works very well with the sweet, sweet honeycomb. You sound about nice five contrast. years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, it's our last show of the year. You're about to preview a load of games, Dyson. I think yeah, most yeah. of them have been postponed. Yeah, I had to throw some of the stuff I'd prepared out the window about an hour and a half ago, so that was annoying, but yeah. Oh, wow, well, <laughs> listeners, what a, what a thrill you're in for. Semi there might be a lot of padding at the end, yeah. Well, let's see. There's only one way to find out. Here to preview a day of tepid action is Matt Dyson. Ooh, it was uh, meant to be 
Where is that music? I can't hear it anyway. Yeah, there it is. Hey! <laughs> it was meant to be a full day of red-hot Premier League action, but the fixture list has been decimated by Omicron. Southampton, Brentford, Watford against Palace and West Ham versus Norwich, all postponed because of positive PCRs. And in the last couple of hours, the only three o'clock kickoff left standing on a Saturday afternoon. Aston Villa against Burnley was called off as well. Stevie G saying he dreads every moment his phone buzzes in case it means another positive test result amongst this squad. This is what it's like for managers at the moment. The Premier League clubs aren't meeting until Monday though to discuss what to do about the situation with the latest strain ruling players out left, right and centre. Clubs with smaller squads calling for a break while those with millions of pounds of strength in depth like Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool think we should just carry on as normal. It's like we often heard managers say in the past they need more needle in the dressing room. This time it's vaccination needle though uh, 25% of players in the Football League are still refusing to get the jab, surely they don't think still that it's so Bill Gates can control your mind using 5G, surely Jeremy Corbyn's eccentric brother singing about catching farts in his trousers on the tube put an end to all that kind of thing, surely He's no? a clever one <laughs> apparently a small number are still untrusting of the experts and believe conspiracy theories shared by their mad old aunties on Facebook rather than trained medical professions. For some, just little pricks. And that they're scared of little pricks. They should have a genuine fear of needles. Sorry, just to clarify that. Uh, so in the Scottish Premiership today, a full round of fixtures. The aforementioned Stevie Gerrard's old team, uh, top of the table, Rangers take on Dundee. Most of the games are still going ahead in the Championship. Involved teams uh, beginning with B, Bournemouth, Blackburn, Birmingham, Blackpool and Bristol City. Also Ooh. top quality COVID safety conditions at the city ground where Forest take on Hull. When you've been stuck in the championship for 22 years, you sing the praises of anything to do with your club, even its COVID protocols. It is yeah, the yeah. final rock and roll football of 2021 and the last before Christmas. So as Cliff Richard once said, it's rock and roll football time, mistletoe and wine, children singing obscene chants that rhyme. <laughs> oh, genius, genius. And there was no padding at the end. There wasn't, surprisingly. I don't know what happened. I must have just... I'm just talking for longer without realising. I think you've just got a great internal clock and you probably... I reckon now, any conversation you have where you have to speak for a certain amount of time, I reckon you could time unit be the length of the Grandstand theme tune. Yeah, I hear... That's why I had to wait for the music to start at the beginning because that's how long all my interactions last. Two uh, minutes and 20 seconds. Then I have to move uh, on All, to all interactions? <laughs> Quite, quite long at your age. All vocal interactions, <laughs> yeah. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Have you done anything Christmassy this week, Dyson? Um, no, I went to a Christmas market a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, but that was uh, that was all right. Um, no, I just I've just been it's, all, it's been all about just trying to avoid Omicron this week. To be honest, that's all I've been doing, just wandering around in fear of getting it. And I, so far, I've avoided it. I can't believe it, but I did get my jab done. I, I, got, I got my booster done uh, the other day, so that was nice. Congratulations. Um, or, or I forgot to. Have you, have you ever done this when you get your jab and you? Um, I just wore a jumper. I didn't have a t-shirt on underneath. Uh oh. So, um, so yeah, I had to like bear my chest to the entire room when uh, the lovely uh, it was a guy from the army that gave me the jab. So well, like, this is a Greg's. The jab's around the corner. Him. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what he said. Uh, so yeah, I've got that done. So I'm all right so far. But that's all I'm concerned about at the moment is getting to Christmas without getting it. 
I guess that's a new tradition. Um, mm. Getting your jabs yeah. before Christmas. Um, <laughs> I went to a, one of those light shows last night. You know, when the, you, you walk through the woods and they've lit up the trees and they play ambient yes. music. Nice. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, what I mean, whereabouts was it? Was it in some sort of like woodland area? It was at Kenwood House in Northwest London, and they've they've designed like a, a walkthrough, and also um, there was like a bar, so. <laughs> you basically get one free drink. So I'm one of those people that still I'm like, what's basically the most expensive thing I can get for free? And I got a mulled wine, but with a shot of brandy in it. Oh. And I've nice. got to tell you, that's a new Christmas tradition for me. Four yeah. of them, I don't even remember getting home. It was amazing. <laughs> Just mulled off your face. Uh, so that was included in the free drink. You were allowed to add a shot of brandy to yeah. the mulled wine. That, that's what a loophole. Yeah, well, that's a hot tip. That's a great life hack you've shared there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give out free drinks. It's a new life hack. <laughs> we went round two or three times. I mean, every oh. time I was getting a, a mulled wine with a slug of brandy in it. Wow. I was right. away with a fairy dice. It was very... <laughs> there's like lasers in the trees and stuff. I started getting emotional. Oh, wow. It sounds you know what trippy. it felt like? It felt like being part of the Olympic opening ceremony. Oh, yeah. Did you start to believe you were in the Olympic opening ceremony after the, after your fourth mulled wine and brandy? Exactly. So, well, I tell you what, text us on eight twelve fifteen. Have you invented a Christmas tradition this year? Dyson um, now takes his jumper off every uh, every eighteenth of December, and I'm now definitely going to go for a walk with mulled wine and brandy because I've got to tell you, folks, it feels good. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're talking about um, mulled wine with slugs of brandy in it. Dan Bauer's been in touch. He said, I had eight Porton brandies on Christmas Day a few years ago to stave off a bad cold, and it made me feel amazing. (laughs) Why would you have eight to stave off a cold? So you you mix port and brandy together. I mean that is a strong cocktail. I, I, a strong cocktail. I can't imagine the units, the unitage going into that. I mean it must be about eight units per sip. How come I've got gout and this guy hasn't? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Eight port and brandies. I mean you'd just be ill forever after that. Yeah, you'd be delirious. Well, but this is this is what you, this is a similar stage, a sort of Nirvana-like state that you were at on this walk around the laser show. Oh, man, I was like, that was like my sort of Glastonbury experience, man. It was transcendental. Uh, I felt yeah. stuff looking at those little um, illuminated owls that, uh, that I've never felt before. I'll tell you what, actually, if you've invented a Christmas cocktail, text us on 81215, or just a, your own spin on a Christmas classic. I don't know if you're very creative in the food and drink department, Dice. Um, I mean, I do like eggnog. I was thinking the other day I'd like to get some, some more eggnog in, some uh, Advocat, and I think maybe you can mix that up with a little bit of, uh, put a little bit of, because it's, it's like custard, isn't it? So maybe you could mix a bit of sort of rhubarb liqueur into that and create some sort of rhubarb and, cu- rhubarb and custard-style cocktail. It sounds a bit That's thick, a great idea. Mm, or could nice. you could you warm up a mince pie and then just pour Advocar over it like oh. it's custard? Yes. Why Is not? Legal? There's nothing stopping you. <laughs> if you've ever done that, if you've got any of these slightly weird Christmas suggestions that you've invented yourself, text us on 81250. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
Claire from Stockton says, We made a spin on a snowball. We used mm. Advocar lime juice lemonade with a slug of King's ginger liquor and called it Jingle Ginger Balls. <laughs> oh, yes, that sounds great. That sounds good. Didn't it? I did once make a punch bowl for a Christmas party a few years ago, and uh, it was disgusting. Oh, really? What, what it was very, it? very strong. Like people would just like, have a glass and pass out. It, it was too strong for uh, people. No one really wanted it. Um, right. it. It ended up being called the Devil's Pee because oh, it was so uh, oh, so dear. appalling. I thought I'd done well, a really good job. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we should all remember to drink responsibly at this time of year. We should just reiterate, really, shouldn't we, Fordy, with all this talk about boozing? Yes, of course, yes. Drink and eat responsibly. Um, yeah, I'm wearing a new Christmas jumper, actually, at the moment. Oh, are you? What's, what's it looking like? It's, it's like the England shirt. Oh, nice. It's basically it just the... a long sleeve England shirt, but it's like a jumper version of it. Oh, right. OK, we had a Gareth Southgate waistcoat England uh, jumper at one point, didn't we? Christmas jumper based on his yeah, waistcoat. You've still got mine, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice, that one. I like it. Might dig it. Have you got a new Christmas jumper this year? I mean, do you buy one every year or not? What's the, what, what are you supposed to do with these things? No, I don't. I mean, I think most people do, but it's, you know, you can't get through that many jumpers. It's sort of fast fashion gone mad, isn't it? I, I, I just keep, I've just got one with uh, Street Fighter 2 characters on. And I just <laughs> <keep that. laughs> that's, that's all I've got. I mean, it's, what are becoming, you doing? it's becoming increasingly embarrassing, but um, that's the only one I've got. I've seen uh, just a plain jumper that just says, this is a Christmas jumper. I've seen a lot of them around at the moment, which I quite like the look of. Just sort but of going Street with Fighter, it, but then. Hang on. We need to talk more about this. Street. Let, hold on. Let's Let's come back to this. But if you're basically still wearing children's clothes in adulthood, <laughs> like Dyson is, text us on x The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Dyson and I have just sent each other photos of our Christmas jumpers. <laughs> Dyson, I love you to death. That yeah. jumper is even mm. worse than I imagined. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm so I sorry. It, I used to think it was quite <laughs> cool. I mean, when I've had, it, I've had it for a long time, it was like a retro gaming Christmas jumper. I thought that's all right, isn't it? But your reaction suggests that I'm way out of touch here. <laughs> I mean, it's got like yeah, it's got like Chun Li from Street Fighter. I think I think the other one is like Zangi for Ken or something, and it says KO in sort of festive writing all over it. I don't think I'm gonna wear it out of the house to be honest but yours is amazing yours looks like a real football kit it does it's basically a long sleeved england shirt but knitted with slight christmas nudges on it but it's touches rather so it feels very festive and it looks like you're wearing an england shirt around the house i mean what's not to like i like it i love it yeah you wear an england shirt pretty much every day normally so it's nice that you've got a winter variant I do. I wake up in the morning. I run the St George's Cross up the flagpole that hangs yes. outside my flat. I sing <laughs> Land of Hope and Glory at the top of my lungs. And then I drink uh, eight brandy and ports. I have four <laughs> mulled wines with brandy in it. And then I sleep until the next morning. And I just repeat that over and over. And that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you got gout. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Well, of course, this is the thing. I'm trying to be good this year. Also, there's loads of new Christmas films this year. Have you seen 8-Bit Christmas? No. What's that? You've got to watch it. It's brilliant. It's like a retro film. So it's now, but it's set in the 80s. And it's amazing. Oh. Oh, it sounds good to me. So it's like a sort of Stranger Things, eighties aesthetic, uh, but but is it is it set in the current world? Yes, but the story leaps back to the eighties mainly, 
big 80s oh, soundtrack. That sounds great. Very nostalgic. Lots of um, TV and clothes and consoles and things like that. It's very sweet. It's also very funny. And nice. you know, it just... I sit there in my England shirt after nine yeah. mulled wines, seven brandy and ports, watching an 8-bit <laughs> Christmas, and in between, <laughs> drifting in and out of consciousness, it makes me feel very festive. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Someone's just tweeted as a little one. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. That is Ultra. so cool. It's a little Christmas jumper. Oh, it's really nice. Ultra Mugnus on, on Twitter. Yeah, I've seen those little trainers, which are that yellow and blue, the little colours in trainers. And apparently they were selling like hotcakes when they came out. But the jumper is next level, isn't it? That is so... I mean, the problem is with Christmas jumpers, where do you actually wear them? Yes, that's it, isn't it? I mean, it's the Christmas parties only, really, isn't it? And then maybe on the well, day we're just itself... we here, unable to see each other, wearing our Christmas jumpers... I mean, yeah. you know, had I not sent you a photo, you'd have no idea. Yes, that's true, isn't it? You've just got to talk about it constantly uh, so people know. Shout it from the rooftops, Fordy. <laughs> For all I know, you could be sat there naked. <laughs> <laughs> just in my Christmas jumper. Wow. Have you got Christmas thought. pants? <laughs> I have got a pair of uh, Christmas Dad, pants. And Christmas socks, yeah, yeah. The only recent development that is, but I quite like it. Yeah, it's quite nice to just throw it into the mix on the big day. Every single three o'clock kickoff in the Premier League today has been postponed because of COVID <laughs> outbreaks in the squad. I mean, it's just terrible. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't believe it when I heard the the Villa Burnley game go. I thought, oh well, at least we've got one big game in the Premier League this afternoon, and then that went about an hour and a half before kickoff. Uh, so yeah, there's nothing until Leeds Arsenal. But I mean, you know, we've got the Championship, we've got the Scottish Premier League to keep us going. We, we, there's enough going on. That's right. All four fixtures in the Scottish Premiership are going ahead. Most of the games in the cha- well, no, half of the games in the well, Championship. Some of, them, yeah. <laughs> some of the games in League. I mean, even like League Two. It's just football. Yeah. I mean, let's not go into how tragic it is that so many footballers aren't vaccinated. Um, mm. Let's rather focus on the games that we do have and thank the Lord for those wonderful <laughs> games. Um, it's yeah. just so. Yeah, there's not even a Notts County game, is there? Not even no, a Notts right. County game for us, for Glory Hunters, because they well, they constantly seem to be moving for TV, but I just think, is there no National League today or something, I think? But well, Forest are playing. Forest are playing yes. Hull City at home. That's the game I would say most of our listenership are concerned with. Um, some big yeah. games in Scotland, Livingston against Ross County, Rangers against Dundee United, Dundee against Hart. So there are... There's still plenty to go. We sound like we're trying to convince ourselves. <laughs> well, if anything, if anything, these games will be more exciting than those Premier League games, won't they? Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, who needs big name stars? You know, we don't need them. It's all about real, real football for real fans. It's an Omicron football, rock and roll football, absolute Omicron Christmas special. Is that special. last one of the year? <laughs> yeah, it's the last one of the year. We're going out we with a whimper, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> I can't believe Well, <laughs> that's very similar. The word whimper is very similar mm. to a, a word that was daubed on Wayne Rooney's car. <laughs> uh, some of the middle letters were changed. Yeah, it's, it was harsh, wasn't it? Harsh it's on the episode of Alan Partridge. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that thing that was written on his car. <laughs> I can't say any of it, I don't think. <laughs> Rooney's car basically has been attacked by vandals who've spray-painted rude pictures and rude words on it. I mean, it's very bad. It's illegal. We don't condone it. Mm. But Texas on 8 12, 15, 
What's the smallest way you've broken the law? What's the smallest crime you've committed? Matt Dyson, it's time to confess. Um, well, recently, um, you know the uh, lint pick and mix uh, lint balls. It's a new development what? in supermarkets. You know, you can get they got lint balls, but they've got all the different flavors and colors laid out in the supermarket oh, for yeah. you. So you can do a pick and mix. And I think at all pick and mix, it's sort of like there's an element of try before you buy, you know, just sort what of. All. <laughs> I don't think there is, yeah. Because you're mm. being given the opportunity to pick it yourself, I think you've got to have a little bit of leeway. Uh, so you do have to try, you know, before you go big on the salted caramel ones or something like that. So, yeah, I think okay. that's, it's petty. No, but I mean, officially, you know. maybe it's classed as a crime, but I think it's sort of. You know, they should sort of expect it to the way they've laid them Hold out. on. So how many did you have? Only a couple, you know, like because you're filling up your pay. They cost a fortune, right? So you're buying about exactly. 20. They cost a fortune. So Lint, the Lint Corporation aren't going to lose out if I just try a couple. You know, like when you order a, 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 an artisan ale in a funny pub somewhere, you know, and you want to try yeah. it, you always get a little sample before you try it. And that, that's basically... Yeah, hold on. Yeah. You don't just walk behind the bar and start helping yourself. <laughs> like, you no, but there's no one there. there. If there was if there was someone there uh, in charge of the lint counter, then I would ask I'd them. No. But um but they'd you know, they're not no. there. They'd say no, of I course not. They'd say they're very expensive. You can't just <laughs> I think it's, help yourself. You, you should, That's a you should be entitled crime. to. I think it's just it. It's just have a little try of one. If you're not sure about one, then sure, help yourself. You know, that's a sort of deli counter I'm, vibe. I am <laughs> so shocked at the scale of this crime. Texas on eight twelve fifteen. What's the smallest crime you committed? And can someone back Dyson up here? Does anyone else think this that a pick and mix? You're allowed to try before you buy. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Detective Ford and Detective Dyson, we're here to map some of the smallest crimes in the UK. Dyson, what are you looking at here? Uh, well, a few people getting in touch on Twitter. Tom Corbett on a similar theme to my lint balls pick and mix. He admits to lifting the bag slightly when <gasps> weighing any kind of pick and mix, which is outrageous behaviour. And shouldn't a, be a lad I went to school with got barred from Woolworths. Because he was really overdoing it. Like, he was taking kilos of stuff. He went full dice on that boy. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I literally have a little nibble, that's it. And I think you're entitled Wait, to that on, when you're you using back? that sort of help yourself. It's a sort of help yourself trust sort of exercise, isn't it, really? Yeah, you've broken Obviously, the trust. You meant to pay I'm for expected, it. I'm expected to have a little try before I buy. Um, on, a, on a different level, though, Fiona Finney uh, says uh, it wasn't her, but she saw a woman in Tesco's swapping the large and medium eggs and walking off with the large eggs in a medium box. I mean, it's a min <laughs> minimal saving, isn't it, really? It's about 20p or something. That's but a surely this, job. <laughs> the store detective's got to be hot on that when they're seeing some uh, unusual behaviour in the egg aisle. They've got to be onto that straight away. That's like Ocean's Eleven, but with eggs. That's really, yeah. really clever. So... <laughs> Keep texting us on 8, 12, 15. What is the smallest crime you've committed? And is Matt Dyson right? At a pick and mix, you'll actually just eat a few. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Halftime Entertainment. 
We are delighted to be joined by Showbiz Royalty, star of EastEnders, Extras, and of course, just the nation's heart in general. It is Sean Williamson. Sean, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I, I paid him to say that, honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, it's delight. It's a real, real pleasure to have you on. Um, now you're you're doing a campaign at the moment with Nationwide. Obviously, you've played many panto villains in your time, but it, you know this is a time of year where real villains get up to no good. Yeah, this is it. Unfortunately, people are still falling for um, you know you know uh, online scams. We call them. Um, my hatred of these people came from my mum had dementia before she died, so she was often pestered on the phone for information and things like that, money. But, but we, we, we're concentrating today on you know online scams. And unfortunately, the, the Nationwide have done this survey, and obviously they got they come up with some statistics. You know, forty two pence. 42% of people are worried about, about it, which is, is good. Not that they're worried, but that probably will keep them on their toes. But 35% believe they'll never be a victim. And th- th- there's two distinct groups, really, that, that they've found are, are most likely at risk. One is obviously the older generation. I mean, I'm 57. I can only just work this phone. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> about know what I'm doing. Uh, um, uh, uh, and obviously, very old people struggle with technology or they're vulnerable because of things like Alzheimer's and dementia. Or the young, uh, amazingly, because they're so tech savvy, they've grown up with it. They don't think it will happen to them, you see. Um, I have to ask you about something else as well, Sean. The, the, the now infamous clip of you singing something inside so strong at the bowls went viral again during the summer during the Euros. What actually happened on the day? Was it done seriously? Was it a joke? What happened? So, so what happened was I, I was invited to sing at, at, at the um, World Bowls Indoor Championships at Potter's Resort in Upney Yarmouth. So I, I sang for the for the people and, and did some comedy as a warm up before the game. And then someone, like I've just uh, alluded to, with far more te- technological ability than me, spliced it together, and it made it look like I was singing at Donald Trump's inauguration. <laughs> because famously, our industry is very left wing, and obviously, no one would touch an inauguration with a barge pole. So the idea was the only person desperate enough to do it was Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> and, and then and then four years later somebody spliced it in with joe biden's inauguration so it's just kept growing and growing and people stopped me in the street what was it like in washington wow like, oh, come on you talk know. about people falling for scams i know you know so so this is back to you know it's a very good point people can make anything look like anything now and also, you know, websites, do, do your research on websites, you know, because most websites will always leave what we call a digital footprint. I don't know about you, if, if I had a pub, I'd get all my friends and family to say, this is the best pub ever. So don't just go on customer reviews because anyone can make them up. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So and, and any decent website. And also when it comes to paying, try and pay by card or a secure app which offer consumer protection because almost all genuine sellers use them. If somebody wants you to put a grand in an envelope, and send it to them. There's pretty every chance you're not going to see that brand or your product again. And likewise, bank transfers. But be careful before you press send on a bank transfer. If it's someone you've never met, because the chances are you won't be covered. You won't be covered, and you won't get any compensation from your bank, you see. And just on the subject of um, whether things are the best or not, I mean, I, I don't want to lead you here, Sean, but would you say Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio is the best radio show in the country? I don't listen to anything else. <laughs> that, that's where I go for all, all, all my in-depth football knowledge and, and, and gossip that's where I go oh, well Sean it's been a pleasure having you on um, we, good luck to Fulham you're having a fantastic season at the moment you'll probably get promoted 
I know. It's ironic, isn't it? It's, it's, at the moment, I'm not saying it's going to finish like this, but it's a two-horse race between us and our former manager, Scott. So um, it, it's, it's all very ironic. Um, we, we're sort of drawing games that other seasons we've lost, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, and you, Mitrovic is just a machine. He, he is in the championship, yeah. Uh, I think... If we go back up, <laughs> he, he, no, you know what I mean? If we go back up, yeah. he clearly needs a strike partner. Maybe maybe play two up front and... and, and Splash the cash and, and get someone in for ten mil or something to part him up front, and, and then I think it'll he'll be okay. You know what a lovely Christmas present that would be, Sean. This has been a real honour. Thank you so much. It's a total honour. Have a great Christmas, and if you if you are worried about scams, nationwide.co.uk Health Fraud and Security. They'll tell you everything you need to know. Be safe and look after your money this Christmas. Have a great one, guys. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Motorway Services, you can get a large coffee in a medium-sized cup, says Colin in Northampton. Wow, that's it's, clever. It's, that's a, it's, it's clever. It's clever. It's, well, it's that's playing not the system. Than saying, it's just like saying, oh, if people don't leave their windows unlocked, you can still open them from the outside. It's going, oh, yes, very good idea. Very clever. Uh, how about this, though, from uh, Michelle in Boston? When buying a weigh-your-own broccoli, my husband will always snap the stalk end off. It's too long when it's too long. His reasoning is that we don't eat that part, so why pay for it? Now, that is not theft. I think it's fine, isn't it? Surely. I agree with that. I think that's right. Pay for what you actually use. I think that's a really good idea. Because actually, the supermarkets are adding that on anyway. They're the ones being cheeky. Yes, exactly. It's like when if you were weighing out sprouts and sprouts come attached to that thing that they grow on, you wouldn't want to pay for that, would you? Because that's completely inedible. Mind you, broccoli stalks are underrated. I find them quite tasty. If you trim all the edges off and cook them up, it's like a, it's like a pauper's asparagus. Yes, actually, if you're making a soup, just chop it really small and, and add it into your soup. It just dissolves, and obviously you get lots of goodness in there. There's vitamins, there's yeah. minerals. And as you were saying, Dyson, a fair bit of flavour too. You're right. This is the only show on the radio that brings you gold from what few games there are. And handy broccoli cooking tip. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We were talking about people breaking the stems off of broccoli. Someone's been in touch and said, I run a small farm shop and people break off the broccoli stalks, yet I have to pay for them as the weight is by the box. Mm. Well, there you go. So don't do it in a small farm shop. Only do it in a big supermarket where you're sure it's not against the law. Maybe just say, can I snap this off? I don't know. I just think, just keep the stalk and eat the stalk. You know, eat all of the vegetable. You know, if you're going to eat it, you might as well go do it all. Good point. If you're paying for it, get your money's worth. Make a a lovely broccoli stalk curry at the end of the week. Oh, yes. Very Mm -hmm. nice. Producer Liam says he fries up the stalk sometimes with a bit of olive oil and garlic, which sounds very nice. Treat with the leftover bits of broccoli. Oh. Yeah, nice. You know what the French do? Have you heard what the French do? They fry the broccoli <laughs> stalks with garlic. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Dan Bauer's been in touch on your try before you buy wheeze that you've got going. Yeah, yeah steel yeah. Lindor. <laughs> Working in a pub before, we'd have a guy come in every now and again and ask if he could try different bitters before deciding on what he wanted. He then decide against having a drink altogether and leave uh, the pub. What? Actually, I've changed my mind. I'm not thirsty anymore. I'll be it's fine. It's a great See you idea, later. isn't it? I'm not thirsty and I'm absolutely <laughs> wasted. I'm going to have to go and get a kebab. Oh, Outrageous. my word. 
There is another, there's a kind of subsection of this, which is mm. walking out with forgetting to pay. Text us if that's ever happened to you, <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Producer Liam says he forgot to pay for a can of deodorant at Tesco. Uh, I mean... Forgot? Come on. How do you forget? Come, come on. on. Producer Liam, you thief. I know. And if, you know, Have you ever done that? Have you ever walked out without paying? I, I go back in and pay for it. You know, you, you're not far away. Someone's just said they took they took a carrier bag at the self checkout without scanning it. And you know, when you realise that, you've got to go back in and just settle up. You know, it's it's not because otherwise it really is theft. Once you realise it's theft. Okay, so are you going to go back and pay for those Lindor balls here? <laughs> well, I mean, no, because that's a very different scenario. They're letting you get involved and try they're before not. you buy. You're you know, they're, in- they're encouraging you to help yourself. <laughs> help yourself to our chocolates. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Uh, someone here says, when, I was, when my son was two, going to say, it'd be a heck of a uh, memory you've got there. Yeah. When my son was two, I blatantly walked out of Sainsbury's with an ordered turkey in the bottom of his, his buggy. I only realised after I walked out, I didn't return. I still feel guilty now, and my son is 23. Wonder wow. from Barnet. Wonder, wonder off with a turkey without paying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it stays with you, though. 21 years, that's been weighing on her mind until she, finally she's confessed on rock and roll football. And what a platform to do it. You know, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. I Actually, you know, I remember now on a holiday to Italy a few years ago, the restaurant, when the bill came, they hadn't added the wine to the bill. Uh, and my girlfriend yeah. was just like, oh, yeah, we'll pay that now, please. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, even fine, yeah, them well, up. Let's settle up. I mean, have you seen the one from Jay and Lester about walking out of a restaurant? I mean, this is... This what? Is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a high street restaurant chain. Uh, uh, he walked out without paying, right? But... The context is he asked for the bill twice, and after waiting for an hour for the bill, he just thought, oh, I'm, we're just going to leave. And the staff waved them off and said, come back again soon. That's <laughs> and they, he tried to pay. He'd asked them to pay, and they just wouldn't let him. So he had to go. Wow, you know what? Rare, if that, that happens to me, I'll be straight back down there. <laughs> Hoping that it happened again the following yes, day. Go every week, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Something annoyed you this week? Need to get it off your chest? Email it to footballatabsoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roys will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. Yes, it's back. Welcome back, everyone. Gather round as we try and summon a Roy in this weekly seance of the living, the last of 2021. And in touch with something to rant about. Oh, Forrester just scored. Brennan Johnson scored. Yes, 2-1 up against Hull. What a turnaround. Sorry, back to the seance. Uh, untangling the Christmas lights. That's what we want one of the Roys to rant about. That's come in from self-confessed rock and roll football ultra Tracy Jones on Twitter. Roy, how do you feel about untangling the Christmas lights? First thing I'd like to say, well done, Logan. If I was a brilliant governor, better job to her. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Dyson. Well, I'm presuming it was a very good finish. 
Yeah. And I had a great season. I must be very, must be very happy with the way forwards they're going, Dalton. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You still keeping an eye on football now you've retired? Or you still you can't get enough of it, can you? Really, it's hard to get away oh, from. That's right. Yeah. So untangling the Christmas tree lights. Well, oh, you're very. The, the problem is they're designed to be tangled, aren't they? You know, the, the, even the uh, the wiring on it is tangled. You know, you try to completely untangle them, you drive yourself mad. You know, like, like some old uh, Greek, um, uh, you know, parable. Uh, a side of mountaintop, <laughs> untangling Christmas lights as an eagle comes every day to pick at your liver or whatever it was happened to you. Know. Flying coast, too close to the sun while untangling Christmas lights. Like Echoist. My view, actually, I'm, very, I'm, a, I'm a very thorough man, as you know, Matt Dyson. I'm very, very thorough. Yes, I like to yeah. do things properly. With Christmas lights, I have to say the walls, the walls go out the window. The walls go out the window when it comes to Christmas lights because I've got to tell you, I gotta tell you, I scratch them right up the last day of Christmas. I scratch them right up. I I press them down in that little plastic box. I scrape. I, I think you know what? They're broke. To hell with it. I'll just get a new set next year. Yeah. And I yeah. stuff them all in. Oh well. What about ten months later when it comes to open the box again? I go, oh boy, what have you done here? Why didn't you wind them up like a proper man, like a wheel man? <laughs> Oh, God, bloody, oh, I've got my tag always down. You're your own worst enemy, so, you know, really, aren't you, really? Yeah, in, yeah. in the present, I, I, I will tell you now, even though, even though in the future, I will be cursing my, um, you know, the, the boy of the past. <laughs> when you've got to get them decorations down, you just got to get them down, don't you? You know, you don't want to be looking at them. He's not looking at a dirty plate after the meal you just eat, and you think, oh, I can't believe I put all that away. I feel sick now. <laughs> you know? I made a white old mess, and it's all down my front. <laughs> It's the same with the crystal sights, I've got to tell you about the same with the crystal sights. Yeah. You've got to just squunch them up. It's the only way to deal with it. I'm very emotional when the Christmas decorations come down. Woe betide. Anyone who tries to say, oh, well, you've got to do it properly. Get them down, put it out of your mind, try and do something nice, we'll do it all again next year. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Back to the main topic of thievery. People confessing their crimes here. David in Liverpool says, um, I completely forgot to pay for a meal in Southport. Thankfully, two people called me back. I was extremely apologetic, went back in and paid. I was so appalled by my behaviour. <gasps> I've just remembered I did do this. I had a full English. I had a full English and walked out and then went back at lunchtime and paid for it. Oh, how did you... What, you just... It slipped your mind to pay the bill, did it? Yeah, I just... I just... Uh, you know what? Sometimes I get confused with whether you pay at the till or whether you pay at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, certainly in a cafe as well. Yeah, like, when do yeah, I pay? Not... So it was one yeah. of those things. I was just like, it was only when I got around the corner. I was like, oh dear, 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 dear. And it was right around the corner from my office. So I didn't want any like, I didn't want word going round. That's that breakfast runner. Breakfast thief. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, no. I'll pay for my breakfast. So I went back in. I said, I'm very sorry. I had an, Eng- had an English breakfast here. They didn't even remember. And did Part you say of the full amount? Oh, did you say, oh, I only on. had a small. I had a small. I'll pay for it. Oh, no, I festered. I mean, I don't think they'd have believed me if I go, by the way, I'm the guy who did the runner earlier. What did you have? I think it was just a slice of toast and some uh, yeah. uh, tap water. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll football. Podcast done. And how do you find Matt Dyson? Do you find him guilty of thieving Lindor balls? <laughs> 
Mm, I think do. I don't know. I think they're going to let you off the hook, Dyson. I think this really? is uh, I think this is a, a as close to a nobbled jury as you can get in our. Well, you said system. that if if Forrest turn it around and win, then you're going to send me some lint balls. So if I've got loads of lint balls from you, then I might just take them back. I might smuggle them back into the big Sainsbury's up the road from me, and uh, and that way no one will ever know about the crime and it didn't even happen. So that'd be a nice okay. way to end it, all, wouldn't it? Just smuggle them back in. I am actually now looking at um, Lindor for you, so mm. I will get those. I'll get those in the post here. I'm going to send you a oh, big yeah. old. I mean, no, do you have you a favourite flavour? Well, uh, having tried them, uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is having sampled them all for free already. Extensively yeah. tried them. Yeah, I can tell you that. Yeah, I quite like the new. I haven't tried the salted caramel version, and I think that uh, is pretty nice. But the original, you know, you can't go wrong with the original red, can you? You know. That's a safe bet. And that's how it made that's how the lint balls made their name, you know. So, you know, you can't really go wrong with just plain red. But you really don't feel obliged to send me any chocolate for you. I'll be fine. I want you to mend your ways. I worry that if uh, restrictions come in, you won't be able to tea leaf a load of Lindor balls. I don't want you at the most <laughs> special time of the year to go out go without something that your criminal enterprise usually delivers to your mouth. I'm going to step in. I'm going to break the criminal chain. I'm okay. going to also make sure that you get your hit. Because, look, you're an addict. And um, I you, am. Need to, you need to be helped. Mm. It's, that li- it's the sort of liquidy centre. Slightly liquid, but slightly not. You know, it's, I don't know how they do it, to be honest. I've seen the adverts. Well, they, sort of like, they sort of squeeze it in. in a sort of li- but how it stays so liquidy, I don't know. I don't know what the secret is. My, um, without getting all showbiz about this, um, mm. at my agent's offices in the meeting rooms, they have these huge goldfish bowls and they fill them with all different flavours of Lindor. Oh, I mean, you would lose your mind. I mean, it is like well. Wonka's paradise in there, right? <laughs> oh, sounds careful, amazing. careful, don't misspell that. Uh, and um, <laughs> in the summer, they just slightly melt. So when you put them in your mouth, they pop. And it, oh. I've got to, it's not for everyone, but I've got to tell you, I love it. Yes, it sounds great. So there's just liquid oozing out of them because they're oh. pretty much melted. It sounds great. All that chocolatey goodness with all the vitamins a grown boy needs. Um, well, this is it. Merry Christmas, everyone. Dice and I are mm. back in the new year. So have a great time. Have a great Christmas. Have a great new year. Stay safe. Be Stay sensible. Safe. Have a wonderful yeah. time. Listen and to Chris Whitty. Do as, Listen yeah, to Chris but, Whitty. Exactly. Yeah. He's the man in the know. Uh, yeah, and have a good time. Enjoy it if you can. And thank you for all your amazing. We couldn't do the show without you because your messages, tweets, texts, emails make this show so funny. So from us to you, thank you very much and Merry Christmas. And Dyson, from Indeed. me to you, Merry Christmas. Your balls are on the way to your mouth. What a way my to end balls a year of the podcasts. There we go. Your balls are on the way to my mouth. And I can't wait to put them in my mouth. That's the, that's the scary thing. Merry Christmas. Bye.